Hello everyone! The clip you're about to hear is from one of our exclusive Patreon episodes on a recent horror release, and just like all of our other episodes, it might include major spoilers for said horror release, so don't listen to it if you haven't already seen it. You've officially been warned. And if you'd like to hear the full episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash horrorqueers and subscribe today. Without further ado, here is your exclusive Patreon clip. I do wish that the film would have played with that a bit more because we open with like animated comic type stuff with like little speech bubbles and things and it's Jordana Brewster's like voice. Oh, hey, okay. I think that the first half of this movie is actually really good. Mm-hmm. It just falls apart in the third act for me. Uh, now, yeah. your mileage may vary because when this was announced, when I, when I was seeing this at a festival, I was like, oh, it's Jay Baruchel, it's Jordana Brewster, it's Jesse Williams, and we have some girl from Degrassi in there. That's really cool. <laughs> it's probably going to be some kind of like maybe a horror comedy type thing. And it's right. not. It is not. <laughs> I, I actually applaud Baruchel for, ma- for wanting to do this. Yeah, he's trying to break out of his box. I think he directs it fine. I think there's a there's very much um, a style he's going for. It comes across a little pretentious, specifically with the lighting, which I pinned you to this earlier, Joe, but in the book they make a reference about how their graphic novel is trying to be like a 70s giallo mixed with America's desire to like no serial killers. But mm. then the film adds this whole flashback thing about Todd's mom being killed by Slasher Man on Christmas, so that really explains the lighting. <laughs> Because it's green and red. It's a lot of neon green and red. Yeah. But it really turns red, though, in the third act. It's after the, the, they, they actually get stopped by Slasher Man and when Jay Baruchel gets his head blown off. That's kind of when the lighting switches to red. Everything mm-hmm. before that, for the most part, is all in green. I think stylistically, it looks interesting and garish and it is very stylized like you you mentioned giallos i was actually thinking about the town the dreaded sundown remake oh in terms of just the execution of the violence and the amount of time dedicated to the set pieces like this is a film as you said it's mean because it's taking a lot of time to showcase these deaths yeah and I liked that. Like, it felt like the movie wasn't holding back. Mm-hmm. And particularly when it seems like it was indulging in a dialogue about the impact of violence and sexism. I was like, okay, this movie's giving us the one thing, but it, then it's actually engaging in a dialogue about it. So I was really excited to see where it was going to go. And then it just shits the bed and becomes like Red Christmas somehow. Like, yeah. it's so frustrating to see how it doesn't come together. And that thread is just dropped so that we can get the culmination of this backstory, which doesn't satisfy. No, because... The... <sighs> yes, you are correct. The whole time we're getting these flashbacks to Todd as a child. And I do think that we are supposed to know that is Todd as a child. Because otherwise it's just it's just a random kid. I don't know, man. I feel like it's meant to be, hmm, who is this? What's the connection? And then the end is supposed to be a big reveal. Hey, did you actually know it's him all along? I think the reveal is supposed to be that his mother was one of the victims. Because I don't, uh, I, I should know this, but I feel like in the early flashbacks, we're seeing him and his mother, but are we seeing her dead? 
Well, we see her picture when they stop at the gas station and Kathy opens up her dossier to Aurora. And she's like, here's the first victim. And we've seen flashes of that woman at this point. Okay, okay. I think that's supposed to be the reveal. I'm really confused as to how Kathy didn't know that was Todd's mother because that she does not seem to know that was his mother. Well, Kathy also seems to be confused as to various details. Like, she doesn't seem to recognize the triptych as a component of his comic. And presumably she's read the comic because she seems intimately familiar with the case. Yes. Yes. Like, she's presented as, oh, I've done as much research as you have, Todd. It's just that I'm coming at it from a different angle. But then there are these moments where she drops out, like, no, she would know that if she's done as much work on this as you're suggesting she has in other scenes. So there's an inconsistency in the way that the character is played that is unfortunate. I agree. And it, it is unfortunate because I actually think that the best actor who like makes out of this film is Brewster. And maybe you disagree, but specifically, it's mostly for her final scene where she's telling Todd, like, we're going to die. Like, this is the end. I don't want to die in pain, whatever. Like, uh, it, go ahead. No, I, I'm there with you. It's hard to put into words because I don't know that I've seen a scene like this in a horror film before. So often people are like, I'm going to fight, or they're just screaming in fear. And she is so scared and so resigned to it, but not in a defeatist way. She's just like, I don't want it to end this way. Yeah. That's refreshing and weird and uncomfortable and different. I agree. And that, that honestly is the film peaking for me. And that then what we get is her immediately dying. And brutally. When you see her get her face smashed in, not once, but twice. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I felt that. And then we've got to see her body, like, splayed out Texas Chainsaw style at the dinner table with her intestines hanging out. So, yeah, I mean, again, everyone, this movie is mean. 